Today is November 15th. We're almost there. That time of the year, Mariah Carey comes out, and it's the holiday season. So get all your Christmas decorating and presents, but if you don't have the time or the money, you just better tune into the pod, because guess what? We're hot. We're all the way back. Drew was on fire. He's still on fire, but guess what? Just like Cam Newton, I'm back. And so we had quite the weekend. Have a little recap show for you. But, Drew, how are we doing? We're good. We are just moving and grooving through the month of November. It's crazy that we're already – we're already, I can almost taste the pumpkin pie, you know. And oh, just, yeah. There's few things better in life than eating a big old meal. On Thanksgiving Day, and in the right. background, having the Lions get smacked by whoever they're playing. Hey, that that is right. And hey, they did not lose this week. They did not lose. That's two weeks in a row. That's two right. They it's had trending, two weeks trending up. Yeah, so. things are looking positive for the Detroit Lions. And yeah, Thanksgiving right around the corner. Is your family more? Hey, right after Halloween, we're getting ready for Christmas. Or do you give Thanksgiving its due respect? Oh, no. We, we, you got to give Thanksgiving. Thank its... God. But give thanks, damn it. You know? Yeah. And then, uh, then all bets are off after Thanksgiving. You know, maybe oh. as soon as you're putting away dishes, you're pulling out the, uh, the Rubbermaids full of, of Christmas oh, yeah. attire and, and swag. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's how we do around here. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Um, I the lady she she wants to decorate Christmas as soon as possible, but you know I said, hey, Thanksgiving's got to have its due time. It's a it's a major holiday, and we are not allowed to decorate for Christmas until till the day after. So I'm I'm with you on that one for sure. Good way to run the household. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? And even even if that doesn't work, then compromise and say, hey, you get one room. One room. One room a week until Thanksgiving and then blow blow the whole thing up. So that's right. But uh, hey, we, we still got the we got the Thanksgiving decor out still. Um, we still even got some pumpkins out. It's still fall decor. They're they're not jack o' lanterns, they're just they're just some pumpkins. So I mean we still got the fall vibes around and maybe maybe we do need to decorate it a little differently because it hasn't snowed here yet which is very surprising i don't know how to feel about it yeah i got caught in a sweet snowstorm going over to denver this past week so that was that was awesome um the snow can wait it, yeah i guess i guess giving snow we're, we're good to go but anything before that and it's just i don't know it's just That's gross fair. That's fair. I mean, snow's giving Thanksgiving its due time. We're giving Thanksgiving its due time. The Lions, they're giving Thanksgiving their due time. Maybe that's when their first win of the season will come. But, hey, this weekend, like we said, two weeks in a row the Lions haven't lost. Played in the Steelers. What an absolute shit show that was at the end. Yeah, uh, just nobody wanted to win that game at all. Like. <laughs> It was just such an ugly Pittsburgh day, which is just fitting for the football that was being played, which was just horrendous, you know. And, I mean, it seemed like both teams kind of started like it was going to be a good game. And I guess depending on which way you look at it, it was a good game. I mean, 
don't uh, isn't that why they have ties? Is because the game's just too good that they can't that they they can't decide on somebody who was better than the other team on that given day. So, um, yeah, that was gross. It was it was disgusting. Yeah, yeah apparently, I mean, yeah, I, it was such a great game that nobody could lose it. Um, yeah, and the kick that Detroit had to win the game might be the worst kick I've ever seen. Has he been released today? Do we know? I don't even remember his name. You better check the the police blotter because that dude has definitely got to watch his back in Detroit because, wow, that was was bad. I mean, old Cuzzy very well might end up uh, getting murdered for, for that whole deal. But, you know, I mean, it fucking kickers, you know? I mean... You're going to leave the game up to a kicker in Pittsburgh on a day like that? Like, you know, come on, Detroit. That I feel like they had other opportunities, even though they are just – they're just not good. Yeah, they are not. Um, and I don't think they've officially released him. There are articles out there that do say, like, three kickers the Lions could sign to replace Ryan Santoso. Detroit Lions will eye kickers for visits after Ryan Santoso misses two kicks, uh, which brings us up. He missed a PAT at the end of, at the in regulation, so they absolutely could have won if he would have made the PAT. Yeah, that's just it's sad, you know. And I mean, it. The cool thing is, is that the Lions are competing. The not cool thing is they were doing against Mason Rudolph. So like, <laughs> yeah. you know. If you're not going to beat him, then, man, maybe maybe we're going to have the second 0-16 team. Just this one has the added bonus of having a tie. You know, we're not going to have yeah. the first 0-17 team. Oh. Uh, we'll have, you know, I guess it might have been the uh, – maybe the third because we had the Lions, the Browns. The Browns didn't do it twice, did they? No. Oh, and the Bucks one year, I think, back in the oh, back geez. in the day. Sheesh. With the, when they had the orange – Creamsicle jerseys. But I don't think they had uh, 16 games back then anyways. Might have been like going 14 or something. Setting records left and right around here. The Detroit Lions. Yeah, the Detroit Lions doing that. And then another ugly game, uh, which we were on. You were on it. Um, the under uh, in the Green Bay-Seattle game. That cashed pretty easily, uh, which was – it was supposed to be kind of offensive fireworks with Russ coming back, A-Rodge coming back, and uh, just kind of a complete dud. Yeah, I mean, I'm no Nostradamus, but like, – Oh, yeah, you're okay. I mean, well, you know, maybe a little bit. But you, you have two quarterbacks, Russ, who hasn't played in however many weeks, and then you have Rodgers, who hasn't been at practice for the past 10 days or whatever the COVID protocol is like. I don't know what what did you think was going to happen that these guys were just going to show up. I mean, football you practice more in football than you do for any other sport and that's with good reason. That's exactly what what we saw on on Sundays like you you have to practice, you have to be around your teammates, you have to have that chemistry on the field in order to make shit happen and you know, old Russell Wilson, bless his heart, rehabbing 19 hours a day. Doesn't even right. sleep, apparently. That's right. And, hey, he, he was he was playing games against the air the entire time, but, I, yeah, he just wasn't getting the, the reps with the team. Yeah, I, I mean, it. I think the Seahawks will be fine. I, I would look at 
maybe hammering them this next week once uh, Russ gets a full week, full extra week of practice, which I, I don't even know who they play, honestly. Um, we can look that up. But, you know, Packers defense is playing really well, too. you got to give uh, – we were talking about that a couple couple episodes ago. Like, yeah. the Packers defense is better than everybody's letting them on to be because historically they've been bad. Yep. But I, I really do like the Packers defense. And, I mean, Rodgers is only going to get better, right? He, he got COVID, so he's good for the rest of the year, technically. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. shoot. Go ahead, lock him in for uh, NFC Championship and probably losing that, you know? Yeah, I mean, exactly. A-Rod back. Um, One worry there was losing Aaron Jones. Sprained MCL could be one to two weeks, Um, so that is tough. But then running backs kind of going down. It is that time of the year, though, I guess. Um, Had Aaron Jones this week, Kamara at the beginning of the week, which – did not help the Saints against the Tennessee Titans, which I was on the Titans minus three, um, and they won by two. So that was that was very cool of them. Oof, Oof. yeah, that's uh, that's tough. Um, I I took Titans money line because mm-hmm. it scared me, and I was like, hey, you know, you lose some value, but uh, they're just a weird team. Even though they find ways to win. They should not have won that game. I feel like they gave the Saints so many opportunities to come back and, and you know, continue to make it a game. I mean, what the the Titans were up that it happened at the very end, didn't it? The freaking Saints scored. Yep. And went for two to tie the thing. And I was yeah. Once I saw that going on, I was like, please get it, please get it, because that's the only way I could go to a push or a win. Because I knew if they didn't get that, it's at two. They're just gonna milk the clock and. Or if they do get an onside kick, the Saints are going to win. So, I mean, I was like, please get this two-point conversion. And right. uh, Trevor Simeon, he did not get the two-point conversion. No, that, that's the one instance where you're, like, rooting for the other team. Exactly. You haven't covered just yet. You're like, damn it, please score. Go, <laughs> exactly. go to something. Like, just get, give us a chance here. Which, I mean, it seems like this NFL season has been weirder than most with – the way that games have finished in the final, you know, minute, minute and a half where it's anybody's ball game, you know, like exactly at any, at any given point, somebody can, can come back and doesn't really matter how much time you have left. Like, look at what happened with, you know, with Rogers at, at uh, San Francisco, you know, towards the beginning of the season, or even, you know, you had old Tom Brady with uh, sure. the Cowboys. Like it's just, it's time after time that these offenses are too good. Yeah, these offenses, are, they are too good. Um, and then, yeah, one of the offenses we've kind of expected to do something all year long is the Chiefs. And they finally did it last night, which was a bummer um, somewhat, but also had the over in that one. So shout out to us. Um, but, yeah, the Chiefs finally got going. Are they back? You know, um it's the Raiders, so and it's just a typical Raider situation where they start hot and sizzle out as the as the season goes on. So yeah. you know the you've got a big prove it game for I think both the Cowboys and the Chiefs this next week. That mm-hmm. it's Cowboys. Uh, I think it's Cowboys at Chiefs. I'll have to double check that, but. Um, Let's see, Cowboys at Chiefs, where are we at? 
They might not even have the line out for that one. Yep, Cowboys at Chiefs. Um, currently, Chiefs minus two and a half. But, I, you know, I don't know. I, I would almost I'd take the Cowboys there, plus two and a half. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've been able to uh, – it, it's just tough because they both played against teams that aren't very good. The That's Atlanta right. Falcons suck and yeah. the Raiders are not as good as their record indicates, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and then, I mean, uh, I think we knew uh, that one coming in Atlanta and Dallas. Uh, Mike even said it on the pod, huge revenge game for old Danny Quinn. Um, and then Dallas, after getting waxed by the Broncos, they had to they had to do something. And boy, oh boy, they they were ready to play. Yeah, they it, that was a get right game for sure. And I mean, we'll get to the Broncos in a second, but it, that's just how it is in the in the NFL. Is you know, teams that win, teams that shouldn't win end up winning. So the team that you know should have won comes back the next week and just freaking pounds whoever they play that's and, right you know that, that i heard some betting trend where it's like favorites who didn't cover the week before yep who play against underdogs who did cover the week before it's some crazy statistic i think it's this year anyway it's like 13 four and one um over like a, a lot of a, a lot more years i guess it's only like 52 percent. but yeah this year it's 13 four and one so i mean yeah, pretty in there. See if yeah. uh, Vegas catches on. Yeah, well, you know, I'm <laughs> sure I'm sure that trend will flip on our head <laughs> easily. You know, that's that's the going rate. But then on the other side of it, you had the Broncos, who were nine and a half point underdogs against the Cowboys, uh-huh. and they come out and I mean, again, we called it like what a perfect game for the Broncos to stink absolutely lay an egg yeah like so bad you got freaking teddy two gloves making business decisions out here like and and i mean i don't i i i'm not gonna blame him too much like obviously he's right there like he should have just gotten off the field don't even get close to the play but like yeah i i do understand like if it's the quarter if you are the starting quarterback like yeah i get just get off the field don't get hurt like baker like he's tried to make some plays bless his heart right. and he's gotten banged up uh so the wear and tear i don't blame teddy too much for that i know everybody's making a big deal which i mean kind of where he was at and on the play just right next to slay maybe try and throw a hand out there trip him up do something but yeah, I, I as the starting quarterback, it's just like I mean, Tough luck. I I get it, but yeah, yeah, but all all things considered, they weren't winning that game if he makes no. it or not. You know, like they yeah. they were screwed the entire time. Like as soon as the whistle blew, the Broncos were fucked, and yeah, that's just the the mediocrity that we live in as Broncos fans, and it just it kills us, and it's terrible. So, you know. It is what it is. I I hate watching those games because you just know what to expect. You're just like let down, let down, let down, let down. And, but then it's kind of like golf. You know, you play shitty the entire day, but then you have the one shot where you know you make it within five feet from the pin on a on a little seventy uh, five yard chip. It's like uh-huh. ooh, that's what keeps bringing me back. That's and right. That's what the Broncos was against the Cowboys the previous <laughs> exactly. So. Hey, and you know, 
18 weeks now, so it's exactly like golf. It's each each week's one hole, and uh, yeah, I mean, last week you're exactly right. Just put that put that shot right next to the pin, and hey, hey, we're coming back. Yep, I think uh, I don't know if you're. I know you're in the Toyota Tacoma Studios right now, oh, yeah. but uh, Matthew Stafford just uh, launched one downfield to Odell. And got it got picked. So also Odell was making up his routes. I don't know if you heard heard that. Uh, <laughs> like, I guess so. Odell's dad released the video of like where he's always open, and you mm-hmm. know Baker's not hitting him or whatever. Well, a report came out that a lot of the routes that the Browns do are timing routes. Mm-hmm. So you know, the quarterback will go through their drop, and the receiver is supposed to be a specific spot at a specific time. Meanwhile, Odell's over here just making shit up, just basically <laughs> finding the soft spot of the defense, which, you know, if you look back at his career, that worked when you had Eli yeah. quarterback because he was smart enough to be able to know where you were going to be, and that's how the system was designed. Like, Baker, that ain't his, that ain't his style. You know, that, that's – so he – I think he did the exact same thing where uh, Matty Stafford was, was looking for him uh, to beat downfield and Odell – curls up instead and it was it wasn't very pretty so um be ready to see a lot of that on twitter all right well yeah that is interesting i did not hear that news so yeah if you're kind of just playing (laughs) playground i guess um well they are trying to run timing routes that is not gonna really work out for you yeah the the schoolyard bullshit is not uh, a thing anymore in the nfl especially as we see these all-time greats retire year after year, you know, you're losing your Eli's or, I mean, y'all dang big Ben, hang it up, dude. You know, like get him out the league. We had uh, rivers last year, which he even, he was even like, Hey, I'd be open to come back. You know, please don't Phil. Just come on. Just take, stay away. Um, We don't need you. Yeah. I mean, please Phil, just keep coaching. I mean, I'd take him over. Uh, I'd take him over Teddy Two Gloves. I'd no. Fuck oh, shit. Let him come out here sidearm and get after. <laughs> no, no, I'm not watching those shot put ducks going being ten feet under thrown. Um, we will we'll suffer with Teddy. I don't need another. I don't need Philip coming in. Yeah. No, it's uh, that there. That is one thing they always say about quarterback in the NFL is you know it's there's only 32 of those jobs in, right. in the entire world and it's hard to even find you know three of them year after year that that can win you over 500 games yeah you know, year after year consistently and right. the ones that do are the ones that are in Canton that's right that's right and uh one of those who probably I don't know if he'll be in Canton one day but he's back Cam Newton Back with the Panthers, for me, I thought it was su- I thought it was awesome. It was like kind of on the level of Dwayne Wade going back to the Miami Heat in basketball. Like when I think Panthers, I think Cam Newton. I don't think like Jake DeLome, uh, Mushin Muhammad, or anything. I think Steve Smith. Yeah, uh, Steve Smith. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, I think Cam Newton. You think Panthers? Cam Newton, and so. Yeah. Him coming back, I thought it was awesome. I did not think he would play at all, 
and then he scores the first touchdown. I saw some people had some bets in for that. Like, I mean, that probably would have been a pretty cool bet to hit. I didn't even know it was available because I didn't think he was going to play. But even like 10 bucks or something on that, just like, hey, Cam could score. And then he comes in uh, in the red zone and it's just like, oh, holy, whoa. And then they get the ball down there again and it's like, well, he's going to run it. Nope, here's an out route. Bang, touchdown. Yeah. That's awesome. That's that's typical Cam. And, yeah, I mean, it's cool that he's able to come in again – you talk about you talk about practice like with Rodgers and Russell Wilson like in red zone situations he's the best person you know in the league in recent history to to have down there in the red zone you know he's such a weapon you know that I think that's why you didn't see him in the middle of the field though is because you need that practice to do that down at the at the goal line there's a lot of room for interpretation which is what he does such a good job at so it, it was cool to see I do like uh I like watching him play and the Carolina Panthers are, are the Carolina Panthers because of, of Cam Newton. And there's even videos with him on the sideline, like pumping his dudes up, you know, that like he's got the entire team surrounded him and they're all getting into it. Like you can tell it's genuine. And it's like, how long have you been in practice, dude? Like (laughs) all these dudes still love you. I mean, he's been gone for a couple of years. So like it, it was cool to see that it's, it's nice, nice little comeback story for old, old Cam. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. Um, and hey, <laughs> I said at the beginning of the year, Carolina, number two in that division. Let's go. Cam gives it hope since Sammy's going to be on the side. So love to see that. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's he's keeping everything alive. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I hope you got your future pick in already for, uh, for Carolina as the second team in that division because – Surely ain't going to be the Saints and Saints. Yeah, you know, I don't even know who the other team. Oh, it's the Falcons. It's not those. Two. <laughs> yeah. Nice call there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then NFC South. Uh, that we we probably just wrapped that one up. Um, the Bucks most surprising game of the week didn't beat by the Washington Football Team. Nope, saw it coming. Even talked about it on the pod. Yep. We were making picks. Well, no, I guess we were making picks. It was the it was the weekend recap last week about you know sprinkling a little money line on the WFT. Yep, I'm telling you, they own real estate in Tom Brady and the Buccaneers organization's head. Right. Tom was talking about it the other night on Monday Monday Night Manning. He's like, I'm already looking at uh, at the forecast ahead of the game in washington dc and it's like dude you can't you can't say that like that that gives your team no hope whatsoever (laughs) you're tom freaking brady here dude you're icing your veins like i know you know he's screwing around with the mannings and all that but you got you can't say shit like that and right then and there it was like hammer the wft do it yeah yeah i mean riverboat ron tyler heineke got after it um yeah it was awesome i now that they're not going undefeated uh i i love to see them lose so um yeah the the wft took care of business and next week it's revenge week because the panthers play the washington football team cam newton is probably gonna start and gets to go against riverboat ron 
And here's a little fun tidbit of info for how this shit works. I would always, in this situation, which, I mean, even look. So let me paint a picture for you here. You've got the the coach, the, the head coach slash defensive coordinator who played against you every day in practice, knows exactly what your weaknesses are, and now he has all of that information to use against you hammer 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 the wft this next week if cam starts like that riverboat ron's gonna have all the tricks up his sleeve look at what happened with dan quinn with oh. the cowboys and maddie ice look at what happened with bill belichick and tom brady everybody thought and you know, we thought it was gonna be a freaking just bucks all day long these these coaches are too smart and they they have too much information on these guys because they've been on the same team with them. So um, that's just a little bit of tidbit of advice for the squad out here. I would take WFT definitely if Cam is uh, is starting. And I do think he will be starting. He got starter money. He got paid. Um, apparently the insiders do believe because of that he is in line to start. Obviously he's got to get practice reps under his belt, get – in the new offense since he was not under rules offense. Um, so, yeah, I do think he will be starting. Obviously, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that is some good info for the people looking at that game. And then the Pats beat up on the Browns. Are, are the Pats back? Yeah, this one did surprise me. Um, I thought the Browns were going to put up a fight, but, damn, the Pats are rolling, man. And it's a scary, scary thing, um, you know, as, as you look, like, not just for the rest of this season, but over the next couple of years, like, this is where the Pats thrive. They, yep. you know, you're on a, on a rookie contract deal with your quarterback so you can pay these other dudes and, uh, you know, ha- provide depth for your team. I mean, it, it was no, there was no secret to the success that, that they had with Tom Brady. It's because they didn't. They weren't paying him these max contracts. They were, you know, he was taking less money so that they could pay more dudes so that they could be successful. And in a sense, that's kind of how it works with the rookie contracts. So like, I mean, they're, they are rolling and it is a very scary thing. You got silly Billy having his team playing really good football as we move into November and December, the winter months, like Mm -hmm. watch out. Yep. Going up to Foxborough. Um, in the winter months is never fun for anybody. Um, this week, <coughs> they play the Thursday night game, and they go to Hotlanta to take on the Falcons. How do you feel um, that one's going to go? I think I have my official pick already, and I think I'm going to be on the side of New England. That's probably the right choice um let's take a look and see what the line is six and a half Hmm. yep i know it's a lot but it is the falcons uh cordero patterson is looking to be missing time um and i know it's a short week but if there's anybody that can get their guys ready i do think it is silly billy um up there in new england hmm i might have to wait on this one i might have to do a little research before i give any official official till it's posted on the pod except for saturday football picks for college football because you have to listen to the pod to get those um but yes 
that was no. that was the that was the uh, fine print. Quick disclaimer. Yep. Just a, a quick disclaimer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, first thoughts. Yeah. New England at Atlanta. They pretty much own that building. Oh, wow. um, they pr- pretty much own the state of Atlanta. That's right. Um, or <laughs> not the state of Atlanta, the, the state town. of Georgia. Yeah, city well, of city is, of Atlanta, state of Georgia. Some sort of southern bullshit. It's pretty much a different country down there, honestly. But yeah, you know, New England. We are we already know how these games work with uh, Bill Belichick and the Atlanta Falcons. You know, That's right. Don't matter what the uh, how, how far down the Patriots are. A little twenty-eight to three action. I just it is tough to see that the Falcons have any any hope whatsoever. You know. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, I'm, I'm I'm leaning hard on the Pats, but uh, yeah, we'll I guess we will see. Uh, and then later this week, we will have another episode for our picks. Stay tuned into the pod for daily picks on socials. Got NBA going. Got college football. Matchins even started on. Wednesday and Thursday for those or, oh even Tuesday this week we got Toledo oh. and Ohio Western Michigan and Eastern Michigan and then Bowling Green Miami Ohio all on Tuesday so that's fun and then hey college basketball is back baby have and on the pod no we've lost one before I was trying to think if we were undefeated because I do believe we we have been pretty hot in college basketball so something to think about yeah, I mean, maybe a little. Uh, the the ticket to the maxion is the overs. Oh yeah, the, maybe put a little easy tees together with the. Oh overs. yeah, yeah, that was hot last week. You know, but we out here freaking getting after it. So if you're not tailing us, you're failing us, baby. Come on now. That's right. You gotta be tailing. Um, last week in the NFL, it was like Christmas. You know, uh, we were. Let's see, we were eight and three with help of Mikey D, the special guest host. So we were up 4.36 units. If you're a $10 better, that was up $43.60. $100 a bet, you were up $436. If you are $1,000 better, $4,360. Not too bad. Nothing to scoff at. No, I mean... Keep keep following it, man. You know, yeah. Send us your picks too. We'd like to hear it. That's right, Will. We would like to hear it. Get it together, um, and then also tomorrow's freezing take Tuesday. So, would like to see the cold takes. If anybody's giving you bad advice, let us know. We'll get it posted. Surely, no bad advice from this pod. <coughs> Never bad advice from this pod. Maybe we'll we'll be coughing in some mics or something. It's cold season, it's flu season, but never bad advice. We, we always give good advice, okay? And until the next time, we got you covered. We've got you covered. Have a great week. We'll see y'all Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Who knows? Who, who, who's to say, really? Who's to say? One of these days. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Get, some, get some consistency.